For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant. We're excited that you're joining us here today. We are going to tackle an up-and-coming issue today and well, I guess in contrast to one that maybe we're all tired of hearing about and talking about. So it was brought to my attention a few weeks ago that those individuals graduating college, some this year and then next year, are in this new thing, new generation called Generation Z. So although there's some overlap and confusion it seems like gen z overall people are saying gen z are individuals that were born starting in 1995-ish 1996 and so of course those those folks are 20 21 and they're starting to graduate from college so what do you do with them of course this whole idea of gen z kind of gets in our way of the more common conversation around millennials. Now, there is some information about millennials that I feel like people out there aren't talking about and could be helpful to you as as a leader or even as an individual applying to a position where perhaps a, a millennial is your hiring manager. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the differences and what what research is saying about millennials at the moment, and then we'll dive into Gen Z. Who are they? What are they all about? And if you have one of those folks as a child, what might you expect? And then also if you're hiring at the moment or looking to get an, a college intern for the summer, what might you expect that would be a little bit different than what you might be used to with millennials as we switch over here to the Gen Z generation. And of course, none of these things are, you know, hard stop, black and white. They're all going to have some kind of of uh, variation. So you may be hiring people that are a little bit older than that, but have some of the same values. And of course, you may be hiring people that age-wise fit into this this uh, Gen Z category, but still have some of the qualities of, as we're going to talk about here in just a minute, the old or the younger millennials who are a little bit different than your older millennials. So let's create a framework here, and it's a little bit messy, which I find interesting all in of itself. 
but you have this thing called Gen Y or Millennial, and there's some, again, crossover or debate as to when that generation actually starts. The general time frame is early 80s. Some people say 80, some people say 82. So somewhere in there, you get the start of these millennials. Now, what happens, of course, is that this is a very large group, and in some ways, a pretty large age group, or a pretty large age range. So you have millennials born anywhere from 80 to 95, and perhaps even by some calculations or some sources even later than that, but we're going to stick with 80 to 95 for the confines of our conversation today because, of course, that makes things a little bit neater if we're talking about Gen Z starting in 96-ish. So your millennials, big group of individuals, right? The the biggest generation, they're bigger than their the boomer generation. They're, they're out there in many numbers. However, you will find that there is a difference between what are called, you know, the, the early millennials. So those born between 80 and 86. So think about that. Those born between 80 and 86. So those folks are 30 to 36 at this point. They are no longer children, right? They're no longer those spoiled, entitled entry-level folks that that we are used to talking about when we talk about Gen Y. That is no longer who we're talking about, especially when we talk about the early millennials. So those folks, un, un, unaware maybe to you, 40% of them, 40% of those early millennials are leaders. Actually, 50%, sorry. 50% of, of those folks are leaders. Now, this has happened, of course, because boomers are leaving the workforce earlier in some cases, not all, and because that Gen X is a small generation. So you have millennials stepping up to those leadership positions fairly quickly. And most millennials... It, it, especially at this older range, they're in leadership positions early, right? They're, again, between 30 and 36, and yet they're in a leadership position, and they know that they don't know what they're doing. So this is a little bit of a twist on our typical conversation of millennials, where we talk about them as entitled, and, you know, they, they think they can do it all. There, You definitely can still get that flavor, and... There's going to be a group out there, like I said, around 50% of millennials that know they don't, they, they know they're in leadership positions and a third of them know that they don't have the skill sets they need. So this creates quite an opportunity for training, mentorship, and for your organization to really t- dive in and develop these, these Gen Y millennial leaders Realizing that although they may put up a nice front and, and you you may think that they're entitled, 
they really do want that that leadership training. And if they struggle with their social intelligence and their interaction with others, they probably know that too. And they're ready to to get those skills because they've learned enough to know that without them, they won't go where they want to go. So they, they've grown up, right? Those folks that are in that 30 to 36 range, and they're a third of them at least, are really looking for you to help them become better leaders. They know that they don't have the skill sets that they need to be successful. So then you have this younger group of millennials, those born between 86 and or 87 and 95, and they tend to be the, the boomerang kids. So they came out of college around, you know, 2008 when there were no jobs. Um, the jobs were hard to get and they didn't really have the skills and no one was really prepared for that, right? We'd been li- living such this, such this charmed life that then when they came out of college in, in 20, 2008, there was some harsh reckonings happening. And so this group of millennials is a little bit different, right? They, they are perhaps living back with their parents. They, they're struggling to make that first job. They're struggling to make those ends meet. And they are hungry. Most of them now have been at home long enough to um, realize that that's not where they want to be. And perhaps some of the entitlement and those things that we've been warned about with millennials has worn off a little bit, right? They've had a big piece of humble pie there going back home and and realizing that they didn't have everything they thought they had when when they were leaving school, when they thought they could have anything and everything. They've had a little bit of a, a reality check there if they've been out of school for a few years and realizing that they don't they don't have everything that they do need. Interesting that um, you know, the, people talk about millennials changing jobs more often and not having any loyalty. And I would say that that has become true of lots of generations. And so, you know, there's a lot of evening out now that millennials are getting older, that some of the thing, same things that attract and retain other workers are also going to attract and retain your millennials. Not as much difference there. Of course, if you are getting those millennials who've been at home for a while, um, they may be particularly concerned about salary and making enough money to live on their own and uh, really making sure that they get to do. In some ways, I think some of them are still stuck in getting to do what they want to do with, with their degree, which is understandable and yet they're getting a little bit more flexibility there a little bit more perhaps entrepreneurial spirit they're starting to see the opportunities to do things a little bit differently than than the traditional go and get a job however some of those things are different than what we see with gen z so we will take a short break here and come back and we're going to talk more just close up here our thoughts on millennials 
and then talk about what the heck is Gen Z, and as these folks are graduating from college, what can you expect from them? What might be a little bit different for for them than for the millennials? So we'll be right back in just a few minutes. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. What makes great leaders? Results? A lasting legacy? Is it making a difference in your life or maybe the lives of others? I lead. The Leadership Connection with host Dr. Linda Sharkey will bring you the practical tips and tools to make you an extraordinary leader. And by doing so, build a better, more successful, and more profitable organization. Our show is all about you, the leader that you can be, and the culture that you can create. Tune in to I Lead, The Leadership Connection, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. There are two types of leaders in business. Those who are nice, compassionate people. And frankly, they are the people who fail to get a lot done. Then there are those who can get everything done and so much more. But they are greedy, unethical, and self-centered. The Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks finds a way to use the best of both types of leaders to help you create a dynamic roadmap to success. Tune in every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we're talking about Millennials and Gen Z and some of the differences between those two, perhaps you had not even thought about Gen Z as most people haven't. And uh, in fact, most most young people don't even know whether they are Gen Y or Gen Z reading an interesting article in the Boston Globe, an individual um, who must be right on the cusp there around 20 and already publishing in the Boston Globe, which is quite, uh, quite impressive all on its own, but those people in born in 1996 and later are in fact a part of this new generation, Gen Z. Before we dive into G- Gen Z, just for some comparisons here, talking a bit about Gen Y or millennials, so the interesting 
um, just some interesting data there. So millennials typically have a very liberal political bent. So they typically support, um, you know, same-sex marriage and some of those very liberal ideas, if you if you want to th- say that. And, um, you know, they kind of have this idealistic approach to making the world better. Um, they are they they are maybe less concerned with a meaningful life at this point and more concerned with wealth, which is interesting. That you know, there's a a proportion, a bigger proportion of folks there, seventy five percent consider wealth of an important attribute, and that was you know a college college belief. So perhaps that changes after one gets out of college. But the most of any generation to think that wealth was an important attribute while they were in college. So they tend to be focused on, you know, maybe that entitlement, but really that, that idea of, of earning a good living. And this probably isn't too surprising considering what happened to their parents when they were in their formative age, right? They're, they're in their formative ages when all of the big national layoffs started to happen in the early 2000s, kind of cracking that belief that if we work hard, someone else is going to take care of us. So they tend to have some entrepreneurial bent, but kind of focused on themselves, right? Making making that money to survive. Although I had read at some point that millennials were also some of the highest volunteering generation. It, I haven't been able to find that that exact phrase again. So they do look for flexibility in the workplace, millennials. So not too much different than any other generation, but perhaps a little bit more um, pronounced. So that is some thoughts there, as then we start to compare it to Gen Z. So Gen Z at the moment, depending on how you define it, is actually bigger than the millennials, making up 25% of the population in of course, that depends on how you define it and what years you're looking at. But if you're looking at the the data of the you know 95 to now, still being born today, um, that group of of folks is even bigger than the millennials. Interesting, you know, just to think about some of the other names they considered for this generation gives us some insight. Igen. Um, you know, people are kind of confused by that one, but they, they're they're in that internet generation because although millennials, it came when they were young, Gen Z has never not known a time that the inter- internet existed, right? 95 being their birth year start, that means that there's absolutely nothing, um, no time that there wasn't technology around in their lifetime. So they are definitely cultivated or morphed by that. Um, They are also 
the most diverse. So they tend to have grown up in multiracial families and single parents. So, you know, 40%, I think that was a huge statistic I wasn't expecting, but, you know, a large percentage of babies being born to um, single mothers in this age group. So they're used to a more diverse upbringing. They're, they're not, right, they're not, they've not been born in that kind of typical American setting, if you will. So Gen Z, unlike your millennials, don't believe in the American dream. Very interesting to think about that. The millennials kind of believed they could go out there and make as much as they needed. And um, although there's similarities, our Gen Z folks are really conservative with their money. They may be more entrepreneurial than millennials and and then also just more concerned about kind of doing good things with that money, taking care of it. So when we're thinking about student debt, of course, we hear about this a lot, you know, your millennials and your Gen Zs are, are in a lot of debt, but Gen Z tends to take that in a different way. Uh, millennials, I think, kind of dove right into the debt because it, in that time frame, nobody was really talking about it as a negative thing. And since then, you know, the, this college debt has become a conversation, a very negative conversation. And so Gen Z is very worried about their ability to go to college, their ability to pay for college in a, in a definite different way than, than millennials were. So fewer of them are, are going to college or more of them are starting in a, in a, in a smaller institution, in a community college, and then going to college. So you, you just have that different, a different philosophy around schooling and around work that Gen Z is forming based on all of those choices. So Gen, Gen Z is considered to be more loyal, compassionate, open, open-minded, responsible. So kind of thinking about the, the fact that they are, it may, you know, maybe just a little bit different um, focus than your than your Gen Y. Also, they're more risk averse, which is interesting. So that conservative piece, if you are wondering, you know, why your why your child is doing certain things or why your new employees are are so conservative, it's a very interesting phenomenon here with our Gen Zs and probably with some of our younger millennials, as we talked about the crossover there. But they're not trying alcohol as young. They're also more likely to be identified, identify themselves as, as Christian and go to church. Um, I noticed this phenomenon a few years ago. So with those younger millennials that they're getting married younger and they really believe more perhaps in the importance of that marriage. Not that everybody else doesn't, but they have a very different approach and belief around that than their millennial peers did. Um, of course, your millennial 
millennials waited longer to get married and waited longer to do some of those things. And your Gen Z are, are very concerned with making those decisions correctly and conservatively, but they are doing some of those things um, earlier than their millennial peers were. Just thinking about that, you know, digital technology, of course, has worked its way into all jobs and your your Gen, G, Gen Z folks are going to be very good at that. So they're spending three hours per day using computers for other purposes than schoolwork. And then, of course, all of their schoolwork has been done on computers. So even more than your than your millennials, Gen Z is going to be that super techie generation. Um, you know, it's interesting just to think about what we expect from young people and especially when it comes to technology I think they're doing a little bit better job in schools today but I remember talking to employers about millennials and they'd say yeah you know they know how to use technology but they don't really know how to use it to do anything right when it came to actually actually creating a spreadsheet or creating a word document or doing something productive with technology that wasn't necessarily their strength of course not talking about computer programmers and those folks but just your basic everyday graduate communications or liberal arts or even some of our science folks didn't necessarily have all of those computer skills even though they were great with technology your gen z's are going to have used these tools throughout their schooling Whereas with your millennials, some of those things didn't come in until later, right? I'm in that older millennial age group and we didn't have, we had typing class, but we didn't have, uh, you know, Excel and Word and all of those things until my later years in high school. So I had to learn how to really use those things in college. And if I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do that at some some great job experiences, probably would not have had those skills either. But your Gen Zs have had those programs since they were little. They were using Word and Excel in elementary school, which is hard to imagine. But that's where we're at in terms of technology. Makes me feel old. So, of course, they, they're using their cell phones. They have, they're more, more apt to use apps than websites. They're at that cutting edge of technology, right? They're those those Gen Zs are really never had a time when technology hasn't been around. An interesting thought here before we go to break that, you know, millennials were, they grew up in a time when there was great prosperity, if you want to say that, right? And those 2000s, early 2000s, 2008, even late 90s, where you had quite a bit more stability in the markets when you look at gen z of course they had the recession when they were really young 9-11 happened whereas millennials you know were in high school and some of those things happened and so we just think about they have a much that's probably probably why they have much more of the um much more of the conservative approach where that 
you know, 9-11, people were staying home more, people were worried about safety, and that's how these folks grew up, was in that maybe more protected world. So interesting thought there as we go to break, come back and talk a little bit more about, so what does this mean if you're a leader or you're trying to coach a Gen Z or hire a Gen Z individual, what might this mean for you and how can you approach that differently to be successful in your leadership there? So we'll be right back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel, and get Amplified. Calling all CFOs, finance, and risk professionals. Your call to action is to help your company achieve financial excellence. How? Master risk management, cost control, and strategic decision-making by implementing game-changing technology advances such as in-memory computing, plus mobile and cloud deployments, and more. Where? Learn from top thought leaders each week on financial excellence with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Join us for Financial Excellence with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time, on the Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. So today we are talking about Gen Z and how they're different than millennials, what they bring to your workplace that is a little bit different and what they might be looking for in their work that is a bit different. So we've talked a little bit about how our Gen Z folks are more conservative. They tend to be more money focused in that conservative way, right? Not necessarily in 
in generating wealth like our millennials, but in really taking care of their money. They've seen that that um, is important. Interestingly, just thinking about the parenting of these folks, um, millennials tended to be kind of cheerleaded and um, coddled, if you will, where their parents were trying to be their friends. And just something interesting, Gen, Gen Z tends to be kids of your X generation and uh, maybe some older millennials, I guess, as well. But those who are getting ready to graduate would be kids of your X generation. And uh, they just made the comment in something I was reading that they had coaches and not friends. So their parents were more likely to kind of coach them and, and help them move along versus trying to be their friend. So they'll have a little bit more familiarity with the idea of coaching and being coached. And in fact, in the workplace, tend to be more focused on having good social skills, having good emotional intelligence, um, perhaps because they saw older millennial siblings or cousins or whatever not being successful because they did not have those skills. So you'll, you won't see with Gen Z some of that where they're where they have a hard time communicating in an adult manner. This generation has focused a little bit more on growing those skills. They are also very global. So especially in your um, in your businesses, if your business is global, you'll find that they're a great benefit there. They're used to communicating with people all over the world. So let's talk about communication a little bit here. So your millennials were all over technology, Facebook, um, video. However, an interesting contrast made that millennials tend to like to look polished, to create a, a video that looked great or to pose for pictures that made them look great. And Gen Z is much more into being authentic. So this has led to them using things more like Snapchat or Periscope, where it's very immediate and not censored, not refined, versus that, that Facebook kind of mentality where we're always showing the, the prettiest and perfectest of everything. Your, your Gen Zs are going to shy away from that. They're going to want more authentic communication from you and kind of expect expect the opportunity to be authentic back. Um, thinking about communications in general, millennials, of course, were doing that instant messaging and email. Your Gen Z is going to actually seek it out in person. So that ability to have in-person interaction is going to be more important to them. If you're working with um, Gen Z, you'll also see that they, you know, yeah, they are on technology, but they are using it in, an, in a more global way, in a more right now way 
um, I, you know, they, they're they using it to interact with people in real time. That's the right words. They're using it to, to have that real time interaction with people. They're not going to handle well the kind of corporate mentality. And of course, we know that dress in especially the U.S. has been getting less and less formal. And although they may play the game a little bit better than their millennial peers, they are expecting to to be more informal at work, both in their communication and their dress and all of those things. They are not going to be your nine to five workers. So even more than millennials in their desire for flexibility, your Gen Zs are in some kind of contradictory way, both both more conservative, but yet also really ready to be that entrepreneur and a solopreneur. They are going to put their life together in a way that, that they can make it work. They'll just be a little bit more conservative about that than their millennial peers were. So thinking about that, that, that idea of how you can bend to those needs is becoming even more important. And I think many companies um, kind of thought they could teach the millennials that they had to do it their way or the highway. And perhaps we're somewhat successful, but the generations coming next are just as, just as entrepreneurial. And if companies aren't able to find a way to capture that, to enable it to be a place where those folks can thrive, you're going to have trouble. So figuring out how do you cater, if you will, to that opportunity for really making an independent entrepreneurial person succeed in your company because they may have ideas of being a solopreneur or doing some of those things, but that doesn't mean that they can't find a good place in your company if your company allows them to do some of the, yeah, those, those things that, that drive them. So they're, they're ready to go, your Gen Zers. They've, you know, we're out of the recession. They know there's opportunity. They, they're not wanting to go home, right? They've seen all of the articles just like you and I have about the boomerang kids and they don't want to do that. They're very driven to do something that 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 moves them forward, that gets them out of the house and has a great start to their career. So take advantage of that. You know, they are they are very driven. They are a little bit more tuned in to the world, world rules, if you were the will, the the rules of the world of work, and so they're really more prepared, perhaps, than their predecessors were coming out of school. They still have some um, ideas that need help around how the world works, but I think that's true for anybody coming out of college who thinks that their degree is going to get them a great job. That's um, 
I would think all generations thought that doesn't mean they're not ready to work hard. And in fact, Gen Z is ready to work, ready to work. They just need a little bit of a harnessing, perhaps, of the fact that they've had a lot of opportunity to explore. High schools have gotten much, much more involved in giving these individuals a bigger picture of all of their options. So they just need some opportunity to figure out what the path looks like and what reality looks like, but they won't be as entitled as their millennial peers. They just need to know how to take the first step. So when we think about recruiting these folks, it is really that opportunity to have them be entrepreneurial where they are. Now, that this doesn't mean that they expect leadership positions or to rise quickly. It just means that they expect the opportunity to learn and to expand and to do meaningful work, which from what I've seen talking to candidates of all ages is not a not a function of anyone's generation. Everyone wants to know that their their work is meaningful on the whole. Of course, we know that there are things we'll have to do that will be those everyday kinds of things. But your ability to really help them get started in an organization is going to to really depend on that ability to appeal to their entrepreneurship, to their independence, right? Their parents have been fairly hands-off and maybe a little bit different than those helicopter parents. So they are, they're growing up differently and they expect, they don't expect as much perhaps in some ways and in, in other ways to get them going in the right foot. We want to provide that same same support and same opportunity. So your Gen Z folks really looking to get started on the right foot. They're going to be more financially and behaviorally um, conservative, if you will. And so you want to think about that as a parent, as a manager, how can you help identify those individuals help identify with those individuals the the ways that your job will feed into those values, just like any other employee to understand their values and what they're looking for out of work. That ability to connect with others in person, right? So they may not be as open to visual virtual work as you, as you would think. That ability to have an an opportunity to learn and to be entrepreneurial while still some financial stability. If you can provide that unique combination, you you may be heads and tails above your your peers in recruiting this generation. So we're going to go on a short break and we'll come right back and kind of wrap up our conversation here around Gen Z, talk a little bit about how they might be finding jobs, how you might find them if you're looking to to hire an intern this summer. So we'll be right back in just a few minutes.
business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. Today we've been talking about Gen Z and millennials, perhaps you have a, a child that fits into one of these demographics, or perhaps you are one of them, or you may be looking to hire in that demographic. So let's talk a little bit about that. If you're looking for a summer intern, or perhaps looking to recruit someone straight out of college, or maybe even struggling to fill an entry-level position and struggling with the uh, millennial population who's applying or not getting any of those people to apply. So one of the interesting facts that's happening across all generations, but you'll see it even more in these younger generations, is people moving away from websites more to apps. So instead of going to your company's website, they may be, of course, accessing it on their mobile phone, And as we've talked about in terms of our recruiting trends, if your website is not mobile friendly and someone can't fill out that application on your website using their mobile phone or their tablet, you may be having a hard time getting to this younger audience. If you are using things like Facebook, for instance, and wondering why you're not getting the young, young, young generation, Gen Z especially, they are not really there. They might have an account. It's probably more for 
show it maybe to interact with their parents or their grandparents or their older siblings, but it's not something that they go to every day. It's not a big part of their lives. They're using other technologies like Snapchat and Periscope. And depending on on where they are, it may be Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram. Again, those more immediate communication tools versus Facebook, which tends to be more that polished, uh, look how perfect my life show. So when we're thinking about those younger folks getting into their world is going to look a little bit different. We've got to be mobile. We've, we've got to think about where they actually are. And really, although this is true with, with all generations, we need to make sure that it's, it's quick and easy to, to fill out our application. Um, you know, is it something that they can that they can do quite easily. The other thing is that they're not as likely to be on LinkedIn. They're they're getting there, perhaps, and uh, perhaps not going to be your everyday users of that either. But they do understand the importance of, of being there, especially when they're looking for work and wanting to be professional. If you're connecting with them there, you'll want to make sure that you do it in a a manner that makes sense, either through the app, right, using using the the tool there versus sending an email, you might have better luck getting a hold of and getting response from those types of, of individuals. Gen Z, of course, going to be... Um, looking for opportunity here to to contribute to have that more flexible independent lifestyle and yet perhaps a little bit less than their millennial peers they they're not looking for you to give them the world and and that makes it a little bit easier you want to gener- to develop very genuine relationships with these these folks it is important to them that that genuine communication, that very open, kind of almost peer-to-peer type of conversation versus the the top-down corporate type of conversation. If you want to want to stand out, that will be a way to do it with this group. And then having the the clear picture for them of the training development that will be available to make them marketable. They know that they're going to be bouncing. They know that there will be change in their life and they're okay with that. They're ready for it. They're going to work hard and and be entrepreneurial. But the more that you can show them, you'll help arm them for those transitions, those changes, those challenges, the better off you are in attracting that type of of individual for your company. So none of these things are terribly unique, right? Almost every generation has had these needs, but it is important to understand the values of of your younger millennials, your your incoming Gen Zs, 
and that opportunity to really connect with them. To me, I think the biggest thing that's changed is this idea of communication, the the distaste, if you will, for corporate, overly structured, hierarchical organizations is waned significantly in these generations and your ability as an employer, as a recruiter, to really build genuine connections with this age group is is going to make you stand out considerably. And and you can use social media to do that. And then Twitter and, and even Facebook are great ways to show your personality, to connect with people in a more personal way. And, you know, if you're a recruiter, you're on a recruiting, recruiting team, that is a good function to have for one of your younger recruiters to be in charge of managing that kind of activity on those social mediums to really, really connect with the younger individuals. They're used to doing it globally, right, on their on their phones. So no reason that your company can't start building that relationship with them as well. This may even mean, you know, building relationships with the colleges and the college handles, Twitter, Facebook pages, so that you are visible to the students who are interacting with those pages from their younger years, from from their freshman year on, interacting with those, those college pages gives you an opportunity to have visibility to those individuals from a younger age. And, uh, you know, a few years ago, people were talking about how corporate recruiting was going to become a lot like sports recruiting in that individuals would be recruited younger and younger. And I'd have to say that I didn't really believe it. I thought, oh, boy, you know, this war on talent and all of those gloom or doom um, phrases. And yet what we're seeing today is in some ways those things coming true in as the market has changed and people are are more mobile yes there's a lot of talent and there's also the the just cultural shift that that talent is really going to go to businesses that they know and that they've been that they feel like they have a relationship with and in the media of course, then we're all competing against those very popular companies that our kids see in the media. And if you want to compete and get that best talent, building those relationships is going to take a little bit different form for you because I'm guessing you're not going to be like Apple or Amazon and be part of their everyday world. So how can you become part of that everyday world earlier through college visits, through social media, so that they 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 know you, they trust you, and they know that you'll help them get where they want to go before they're making those decisions. And and that's our challenge in recruiting this 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 demographic. So hopefully you've learned a little bit today about millennials and Gen Z. Very interesting topic and interesting to think about the change that'll be happening in our workforce as Gen Z starts to graduate this year. So 
We'll be back next week with another great topic here on The Career Confidant to help you take your career to the next level. So we'll see you right back here next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.